the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Colliersrural.co.nz. Joining us on the show, as we always do on a Friday, Jason Walls out of uh, the Houses of Power, out of Parliament in Wellington, News Talk ZB's Chief Political Reporter. Morning, Jason. Good morning. How are you doing? Very well. No doubt you've sat down and had a look at the uh, the latest taxpayer union uh, poll. And gee, it's a, it's a race for the lead, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's the first time in a while that we've seen Labour leapfrog national, while all the other polls basically put Labour in the driver's seat right after Chris Hipkins took over as leader. This courier poll, which we see every month, was a little bit shy, but it's finally got there, and it shows Labour is ahead of national. But by just a whisker, it's only by about one percentage point. And we saw both of the main parties, even though Labour gained more votes than national in this poll, both of them actually moved up. However, both the minor parties took a bit of a hit, about two percentage points each for ACT and for the Greens. But in that race, ACT is still well ahead of the Greens. They're at about nine and a half percent. The Greens are at 5.7. So when you look at how this translates to the in Parliament, National and Act still have the edge. So even though Labour is winning, because Greens are not doing as well as Act, the right block is actually winning. So it's not all over yet for the right of wing of politics. They're still ahead when it comes to the votes that matter and the, um, the things that matter, which is seats in the House. But what is probably quite concerning for National especially is how unpopular Chris Luxton is mm. compared to Chris Hipkins. Chris Hipkins' net favorability, that is when you take how many people, his popularity rating and take away his unpopularity rating is plus 33. To put that into perspective, Chris Luxon is at negative five and David Seymour is at negative one. So David wow. Seymour has actually just leapfrogged Chris Luxon in that ranking, but Chris Hipkins is still way ahead of both of them. Gee, it's going to be an interesting election, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when Jacinda Ardern was um, at the top, it was probably looking like it was going to be quite a, uh, an easy centre-right win for the, the Nats and Labour. But with Chris Hipkins taken over, it, I mean, it, it, it's changed the game completely. Uh, there'll be a bit of water to go under the bridge before that, though. Let's talk about bureaucrats behaving badly. Government board chairs making politically charged comments. It seems to be everybody's doing it at the moment. Well, I mean, the thing about this story is the news threshold for a, a, a chair making comments actually moves down significantly once after the Rob Campbell situation. That is, of course, the um, chair of Te Fata Ora and um, Rob Campbell, who was sacked from the role for basically saying Nationals Three Waters policy was racist. And not only would he not come back from that, he doubled down when he spoke to media in the subsequent days. And then it, felt, it was found that Steve Mahari, who is the chair of Pharmac, had written a column for stuff where he took aim at the Nats as well. Um, however, he wasn't sacked. He did offer to resign, but ministers said that they weren't accepting that resignation and he was able to stay on. And then Ruth Dyson, who was an MP for a number of years yeah. and is the deputy chair of Fire and Emergency, tweeted taking a pot shot at, Na- at Luxon's Waitangi speech. So, you know, it, it, if it was just one, it would you could kind of just say, you know, oh, this is just a one-off issue. But since it's happened three times, the opposition has really seized upon this to say that the government really needs to sort out its bureaucrats and say that this is just not good enough. If, you, if you're in one of these jobs, you need to be politically neutral. 
Mm. And talking about the government doing things, some obscene profits have been posted lately by uh, by banks. Do you think there'll be a, an inquiry into into these bank profits by the government? Well, it sounds like there's definitely going to be some sort of probe. The National Party wants it to be a select committee inquiry, and the Greens want that as well. And in fairness to the Greens, the Greens came out of the gate first. And essentially, that would be led by MPs, and it would have a, a little bit more power to actually investigate and make make um, recommendations, which the government would probably or maybe maybe not act on. But the government's come out and said that they would prefer a Commerce Commission inquiry, and that's the same body that did the um, probe into the supermarkets and the petrol and the building supplies. But the problem with that is that sometimes, I mean, it's not the Commerce Commission's fault. They just have to look at the competition within the industry. And a lot of the times their recommendations for, for the layman and for the public don't seem to be going far enough. I mean, you've got banks making billions and billions and billions of dollars of profit. Um, technically, they're not breaking the law. They're not doing anything wrong. So the Commerce Commission would have to find that they were somehow, there was some issue with competition and the government could, uh, could address this somehow. But at this stage, the only problem seems to be people saying they're making too much money. Um, and that's not illegal. I mean, there's a, a, the government keeps saying that there is a question around social licensing and what the bank is doing at a time when Kiwis are hurting, they're making so much money. But it's really up to the government. If there's something that they're doing wrong, they need to step in and say, you're doing this wrong. Um, and that's how it needs to work, I'd say. We'll watch the space on that one. And I guess the sad thing is most of that money goes offshore as well. Hey, Jason, nice to chat, mate. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next Friday. Thanks, mate. See you then. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.